If you work for a living, why do you kill yourself working? From the Willamette Valley, in America's great Pacific Northwest, you are listening to the Ernest Mann Show. I'm your host, Ernest Mann. Coming to you no matter where, what time, or what place you may be listening in this great, big, beautiful, but sometimes incredibly crazy world we all live in. Hello, folks. And thank you for tuning in, or for tuning in again. And this is episode number 276. And it is Oregon Matters. What's going on with the old Newport Grill? More dysfunctional city planning. That's what. What we're going to be talking about is city planning or rather, a lack thereof. You see, one of the most important things for any city is how it's laid out. When a city is laid out properly, it is not only efficient, but aesthetically pleasing as well. And that in turn not only makes that city much more pleasing to its residents, but much more economically vibrant and functional Because simply put, people like being in those kinds of places, not places that resemble an Orwellian nightmare. Unfortunately, this is a concept which apparently is lost on Salem City planners. I, or any other resident of our fine city for that matter, shouldn't have to tell these people how to do their jobs. But if they don't know how to do their job, I believe we should uh, do what uh, any other employer would do in this situation. Fire their asses and get some people in there that know what the hell they're doing. If you want a good example of what I'm talking about, all you have to do is take a good look at one of our main strips, Lancaster Drive. If you look closely at everything on the left or the right side, from, say, Ricky Street all the way out to Sunnyview Road, there is such a hodgepodge of businesses that it makes you wonder if the people giving out the business permits were very drunk, really didn't give a damn, or possibly both. Now, if I was going to talk about a certain kind of business that is really ugly and should not be on any city's main strip, it would be car dealers. Now, just to be clear, in this particular case, we are not talking about, you know, the massive uh, big guys like a big old Lexus or a Mercedes-Benz dealership. We're talking about small, independent, used car dealers, some of which have been here for many years. 
And if you live here, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm of the opinion, and market research actually backs up what I'm saying, that regardless of the type of car dealer we're talking about, be a shiny new gigantic glass box that takes up more than half a city block, or these old relatively small used auto lots, they are ugly and should be grouped together someplace else, but not the main drags of your city. And if we had much more thoughtful and effective zoning ordinances, this would not be an issue. But apparently, the city doesn't, or whatever is on the books is very old, and has not been reworked in decades. But for whatever reason, and it is what it is, and I don't see it changing anytime soon, that is, of course, unless you are listening to this, and enough of you decide what I'm saying makes sense, you get together and hound the hell out of whoever it is that's supposed to be responsible for this. As they say, the squeaky wheel gets greased, pun intended. But all the car dealerships on the city's main drag are only part of the problem. The problem is systemic. It is multifaceted. And it is when that is the case, when a bunch of smaller problems come together and produce much bigger ones. So, with that in mind, let's talk about the restaurant situation. When it comes to places to eat, I put them in two very broad distinct categories. Actual small restaurants and diners that are locally owned and operated and fast food or what has become more ubiquitously or uh, ubiquitously rather known as fast casual, which is a marketing ploy to try to sound less corporate and less destructive to locally owned and operated mom and pop type places to eat. White's restaurant downtown on commercial would be a good example of that. And on a personal note, the very best place for breakfast or lunch that I ever ate in Salem was word of mouth. It was a few bucks more, but had a really cool and authentic environment with fantastic food and huge portions of it. I heard some time ago that for some reason it had closed, but that couldn't have been for a lack of business because every time I went, there was a very long line to get in. I don't know what's going on with them now. Maybe you could be kind enough to let me know. But what I do know was that after you ate there a few times, the food from Denny's or Sherry's Pies, you wouldn't even want to feed to your dog. And this is a perfect example of how corporations disrupt and destroy local businesses. But that's another subject for another time. What I will briefly touch on was a vacuous Captain Donzel piece from the FUI section of the Statesman Journal about a week ago. 
What's going on with the old Newport Grill? If you don't know or recognize the Captain Dunzel reference, you'll simply, simply have to ask me. Unlike that non-story informational, let me just tie things up by telling you about the now defunct Newport Grill. I have very fond memories of the Newport Grill. The food and service was excellent, as was their bar and wine selection, and their prices were quite reasonable. But on top of all that, the place was just very cool. It had a very sedate, low-light character with a 1940s and 50s understated classiness. It was the kind of place you could simply just, you know, go and have a great meal and actually relax. It made me feel sad when I heard that the parent company, well, they went belly up and so it closed. Of course, this wasn't even mentioned in the story from the Statesman Journal. All the journal had to say, with an almost adolescent giddiness, was that the original site of the Newport Grill was going to be divided in half with two new businesses. And what were they going to be? <laughs> I'm not kidding you here. Hold on to your hat. I'm 100% serious, okay? I'm not making this up. A car dealer and a Mexican restaurant. Yep, that's right. Just what this city needs. Yet another damn car dealer and another damn Mexican restaurant. If you just heard a big thud, it was me hitting my head against the fucking wall. Until next time, this is Ernest reminding you that there are no bad words, just bad actions. Take care.